When you come in on Monday and you're not feeling real well, does anyone ever say to you, sounds like someone has a case of the Mondays? What's the worst day of the week that gets us all depressed? M-O-N-D-A-Y-N-T-C-K-S Here comes more aggravation and a brand new week of stress. M-O-N-D-A-Y-N-T-C-K-S Monday sucks. Hello, everyone out there. This is your pal, Dana Alves, and I have another enticing episode of, well, it's weird, I don't know what to call it. It's a hybrid, if you will. My favorite types are hybrids, if anyone gets that. Big points. But, you know, it's 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 Wrestling Geeks Alliance, but a little bit of a Monday suck. It's Monday suck, kind of, because I'm recording on Mondays with the subject matter we're talking about, but it's technically Wrestling Geeks Alliance, with the themes that we'll be talking about. <laughs> and it's not happy themes at all. So I might get whoever to do two different versions uh, for whoever searches this. If you're trying to find Monday Suck, you'll find this. But just a warning here on out, this is going to be about wrestling news. Uh, some pretty messed up stuff and just stuff in general uh, that we need to talk about. Uh, me and Chris were going to do this together. Uh, he was held... Uh, at work a little bit, so I decided to pop on and do this thing solo. Uh, I got a new mic, so I hope it sounds better. I apologize about the one that I've had. I replaced a one that was much cheaper with the one that was more expensive, and the last two weeks, the sound quality's been uh, crappier. So, Or the last two times, I should say. So I, I apologize about that, but this one seems like it might be a good fit. I did a couple test runs. I'm pretty excited about it. Either way, uh, yeah. So... You know, like I said, if you find Wrestling Geeks Alliance, you found this. Uh, the reason, and this is actually a good segue for my other show, Monday Suck. Monday Suck, we talk about subject matter that's a little bit more, not necessarily darker, but just more adult. And I, I kind of tend to go into things. And just to give you a breakdown, since we are doing technically, you know, some type of merge with this show in general, um, I'm a moderate. Uh, I'm very much down the middle, uh, I, I guess, uh, situation to situation, you know, not even politically, but I kind of look for answers instead of just throwing, you know, uh, throwing my, my opinion on something. I try to figure out things. So on this episode, and you guys, you know, you Wrestling Geeks Alliance fans will know about this, uh, we're going to be talking about Tessa Blanchard. And her future, uh, now that she is not with Impact Wrestling. Uh, we're going to also be talking about the COVID crisis going on right now at WWE, which is absolutely ridiculous. And uh, lastly, we'll be talking about the Speaking Out movement and some of the stuff that's happened. Uh, over 30, I, I believe, Brian Alvarez said, uh, different people. I have a list. Uh, and we're going to be going over... The bigger named wrestlers, honestly, like a lot of the other ones, I don't know. Uh, so it's more important, I would think, to make sure that we concentrate on the uh, the the biggest uh, people, you know. 
just makes sense. If you guys hear any noises throughout the recording, I apologize. I'm trying recorder for the first time, and I have to tap on my screen on my phone to bring up the notes that I have. So I'm going to try to be as, 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 as clickless as possible, but the vibration, I just turned my phone on silent, so I'm sorry. Keep on listening. We'll get through this, I promise. Also, since I'm going solo, I'm going to warn you right now. Um, so my voice doesn't become, you know, Stevie Nicks uh, in an unflattering way. I'm probably going to be drinking water. I'll give you guys warnings, but don't get mad at me for doing that either. So uh, let's 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 go into this. I, I think the first uh, subject matter, um, the th- first thing that we need to talk about is Tessa Blanchard. Now Tessa uh, won the world heavyweight title, like you know the in. I hate calling it a men's division because I guess it's overall, but there's not like a men's title. I guess the X Division would be considered that, whatever. However they want to put it over at Impact or however you want to present it in a wrestling format with other companies. She won the heavyweight title uh, over at Impact. Um, You know, this is right off the tail of a lot of allegations that came out about her. uh, Ones that were not flattering about her bullying. And uh, just stuff that does not make her look good. And they still went ahead and put the title on it. You know, Scott Demore, and uh, oh my God, why am I Don? Um, why am I why am I blinking on his name? Don Callis, the great Don Callis, one of the greatest commentators of all time. Miss you on Impact, by the way, good sir. No offense to, um, you know, I, I know Josh Matthews is is doing a great job. I I, I like Josh, but his wife uh, Madison, she's fine, but it's not Don Callis. But uh, either way. Impact's got some big stuff going on in the future. Uh, they've made hints that they're going to be landing uh, a lot of the wrestlers, uh, presumably, that left. Uh, they had a little vignette of big things are happening at Slammiversary. Uh, one, you know, uh, had, oh man, it had uh, EC3. It had, uh, you know, just a lot of the wrestlers that, that got dropped uh, that used to be at Impact and also showed, like, the flag of Bulgaria. I don't know what that means. Uh, the last one uh, showed Gallows and Anderson, who had some involvement over at Impact when it was TNA back in the day. And the rumor is that Gallows and Anderson might be uh, doing that because they have a joint contract that Don Callis worked out so they can go to Japan and then come to TNA and, and work both uh, places. So they're looking to pick up a lot of... For some reason, I didn't see anything about Zack Ryder. I don't know if that means anything. Um, or Kurt Hawkins. It was a lot of guys that you would expect, you know, that we kind of thought about. I don't have the list in front of me of all the wrestlers that unfortunately got released, but they got Deanna Perrazzo. They got a lot of uh, people coming, apparently. Uh, and it's going to be, uh, there's going to be an ex-world heavyweight champion, apparently. I don't know. Could be Eric Young, for all we know. Which would be, I think Eric's also one of the guys hinted. But either way, I think Impact has a strong women's division. I think what they did with Tessa was pretty damn commendable based on uh, the allegations that just came out. They went with it, uh, and we'll go over. I have a lot of tweets to read and give you guys all the info that I studied up on with this thing. The question is, what happened? Uh, It seems that Tessa became less enthralled with Impact post her game the championship. Now, the pandemic definitely didn't help because she got this back, I think, in January. Um, so it kind of froze things. But she chose to stay home 
in, in, in her home of Mexico with Daga, her uh, boyfriend or fiance, I forgot exactly which, who also is an impact great wrestler. Um, and uh, she didn't, she, she opted out. Impact gave her the same choice like they gave wrestlers over with AEW and WWE, apparently, with uh, WWE, um, that if they want to stay home, they can stay home. Uh, but Tessa was asked to do some vignettes, and she just didn't. I don't know if that really, like, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, that, that, that means that she screwed up right there. And I'm like, I don't know. If I was in Mexico and I was quarantined, even if I was your champion, you know, are you going to pay for it? Did, did they offer to pay for a company to come film it? Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. How was that exactly? And uh, she was supposed to be uh, in Slammiversary's uh, main event uh, with her title on the line going against Michael Elgin, which we will talk about him. Um, it was Michael Elgin. Oh, man. One of the guys. Uh, Austin. Austin. Or Ace Austin, I should say. Uh, damn it. I forgot. It's a little rascals, but I forgot what, which one it is. Trey. Uh, Trey. Um, Sammy Callahan. It's not Moose, but like, you know, uh, Eddie Edwards, I think, was the match. It was like a five-way for the title. And uh, they've lost two of those people uh, because they fired them both. So uh, Jake Chris and uh, Michael Elgin were let go because of the stuff that we're going to talk about later. Um, and Tessa was let go as well for not complying and, and doing anything on her contract, basically. I, I heard something about it. It was, like, about to expire. <laughs> so, you know, it's... I don't know if it's a situation where there's toxicity behind that. You know, there's been lots of rumors that she's not easy to get along with. Um, I don't know how to analyze it, really, when it comes to that, because I'm not there. <laughs> I'm not a wrestler that's in the locker room dealing with any type of, not necessarily bullying, but, you know, it's it's hard to perceive exactly what happened with Impact, but obviously they wanted their champion there. She wasn't going to do what they wanted. Uh, she wouldn't even, you know, play ball, really, and do, like, vignettes for them. And so she didn't... The, the theory is that she was not wanting to leave Mexico because she might not be able to come back in to see Daga, which if that's the case, you know, I, I get that you got to do what you got to do, but I just don't feel like she really cared. Like, I think it was Jim Cornette that said like, you know, Oh, well, this is a terrible thing for her. Like, you know, she, I forgot how he phrased it, but like, it's, it's, it's fine. Like this, this means she can get past that. But I actually think that impact has been really good. And they, and since Don Callis came, they've been really, refocusing the wrestlers, really finding good stuff for them to do, signing some big names, and it seems like they're going to keep on doing that. Uh, they're already having issues. Don't get me started on NWA, because I don't know what's going to happen to NWA, honestly. Uh, you know, the fact that one of the people that made their show, uh, the guy that actually, let me bring up his name, because I completely forgot, of course. Uh, hopefully you guys don't hear these clicks. I hope! Maybe I shouldn't be so loud. I don't know how boastful my voice can be on this microphone. Um, man, it is. God, I can't believe I'm looking at this list, guys. I really can't. There's so many people on here. Dave Lagana. Dang it. I couldn't. It was right on the tip of my tongue. Dave Lagana's gone. And he was the one who produced most of the vignettes 
uh, 10, 10 pounds of gold and uh, power itself. Uh, he was the one that designed it. And Billy has allowed also wrestlers to leave. Ricky Starks is now in AEW, for instance. Um, I think other wrestlers have also apparently left and gave them the option to get out of their contracts. So I really hope, especially how good uh, NWA Power is. By the way, I'm going to be all over the place, if you can't tell. I'll get back to Tessa. Trust me. Um, I don't know what's going to be with NWA, but I'm, I'm worried about it. It sucks. And this definitely did not make it you know, look any better when one of the heads has allegations. Uh, and, and we'll get to Mr. Scott DeMore. Um, but also Ring of Honor. <laughs> now, it might be owned by Sinclair, just like a huge company like Anthem owns Impact. But their head booker, Marty Skrull, also a part of this um, speaking out concept and his really particularly does not look good at least uh some of the statements that he made in reference to it so i don't know guys it's so it's it's all over the place and i'm i'm glad AEW and wwe and impact starting back up and mlw is about to start back up um i i don't know what's gonna happen with ring of honor uh as far as um their head booker <laughs> And I don't know what's going to happen to NWA as a company. And it sucks because this is the second time if it, you know, if if something were to happen where Billy tried really hard to make wrestling that he used to love and kind of got egg in his face and completely both times not his fault. TNA getting screwed over by Dixie and this situation with the pandemic. I mean, there's nothing. Who the hell saw this? I mean, I saw a post the other day. It's like, we're getting... I mean, I always thought about what it would be like to live through the Great Depression, the Civil War, uh, you know, the the uh, what was it, the sandstorms or uh, Dust Bowl, like all these type of things. I swear it's like Moses is going to come back out of the grave and give us like possums that fall. I don't know. Either that or someone's messing up with the timeline because I don't remember where the hell the green the uh, the murder hornets went, but they disappeared and now we're getting sand from the Sahara that's going to do damage to us. Ugh. And everyone's trying to stay away from COVID. Anyways, let me get back on topic with Tessa. So Tessa is gone. She didn't have a she doesn't have any type of no compete. Uh she can go anywhere wherever she wants. I don't know if this was all really her wanting to stay in Mexico or if she has an option to work for the two big companies if she's going to put you know, efforts in either one. Um, before we talk about that, let me drink some water real quick. Sorry. And clear my nasal passage. Sorry about that, guys. Um, it, it was it was driving me crazy. I think everyone knows that feeling. Especially if you have a deviated septum. Holla! Anyways. Um, but yeah, uh, test the situation... Is not good. This was right before she got the title, so it's sad to be back in January, December-ish. And she posts something that was trying to be encouraging that just bit her in the ass. I'm not going to go over every single one of them, but I'll, I'll kind of give you the gist of, like, you know, the call-outs, if you will. So Tessa put, hey, women, try supporting one another. Cool things can happen. That was on January 11th of 2020. Chelsea Green, you've constantly put me down, bullied and belittled countless female wrestlers, co-workers, including me. 
is that support. Then Allison Kay said, remember when you spat in a black woman's face and called her the N-word in Japan? Was that you supporting women? The audacity of this tweet. Um, and uh, yeah, apparently Chelsea Green was there and she kind of confirmed it. Priscilla Kelly, I think, was the funniest one. This was a uh, very smart. Remember publicity or publicly putting me down on Twitter last year for something that didn't involve you whatsoever, then continuing to drag my name uh, to other people for it. Petrich Fard remembers. You should probably delete this tweet. Didn't get deleted, and Tessa had a rebuttal, uh, just you know, insinuating that she did not do any bullying. Um, and it kind of went down there. You had, uh, you know, Shauna is done, uh, just several people, rebel, uh, you know, several female wrestlers out in the industry that said the same thing. Now, if you, there's an article and I forgot who it was written by. So thank, thank you, Dane, for not having the actual information in front of you, but uh, in defense of Tessa Blanchard was the name of the article, and it was written by one of the other wrestler, female wrestlers in WOW, and how her and the other female wrestlers of WOW were really worried about Tessa coming there because of the rumors of beforehand when she was younger. I'm, I'm assuming she started wrestling when she was like 19, 20. So when she was a little bit younger, I think she's 22 now. Let me make sure, actually. We'll find out. Tessa Blanchard's age. You guys are which, with me on this. Uh, she is 24. So this was, uh, I think five years ago is when the La Rosa Negra, uh, part happened with her. Uh, you know, that's, that's the interaction that Allison Kay was referring to. So I don't know. Uh, it's a lot of stuff that comes out and, it's not good, especially that, and and we'll go into that in particular. Um, we did have certain people stick up for for Tessa. Two of her best friends in the industry are Brian Cage and Moose. She trained with them, she started with them, and she's been working with them for a very long time. And Moose said, "I guess you, talking to Allison K and Chelsea Green, are absolute angels." With a clean pass, the timing of these tweets from you guys shows a lot about your character. Meaning Tessa was about to get the championship. So, you know, then everyone slapped him, a black male, who probably should have, I don't know, maybe phrased it better than that. Because he definitely attacked uh, with his tweet. But brought up allegations as he's in the past that he was mentally and physically abusive to his either ex-wife or ex-girlfriend or something. Um, but, once again... Allegations with all this doesn't matter if it's tweets where we see pictures. Like I, I remember Allison K said that uh, that apparently Tessa was trying to find some dirt in Allison K. And honestly, I don't know severity. We're gonna go over that incident, like I said, but maybe I would be trying to too. And I, I don't know. It's like Allison K. I think that she's great. She's been involved also in this uh, speaking out thing in support of the women. But she's very aggressive with her opinions. And there is one other wrestler. That seemed to be, you know, when it comes to the the Twitter the Twitter followers, if you will, the the far left leftist almost, who judge jury executioner. That's it. 
Only one thing remains. Uh, there's another person they praised a lot for doing similar things, and that was Joey Ryan. And we're going to talk about Joey Ryan later on, because he might be the worst out of all the individuals and all the, 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 the super libs. And I have left qualities. I have right qualities. Mostly, I would say I'm mostly liberal, but I guess that people would probably put me on the same pedestal uh, as like a Joe Rogan, because I question things. I don't know. Um, but I'm just I'm just giving you my honest opinion about stuff. So I think Allison K is great. I'm not saying that she she is on a soapbox or, or anything like that. She has every right to use her her Twitter profile. I just hope that she doesn't have anything in her past. But the pictures themselves, just like the Velveteen Dream to an extent, you know, it's it's people's names blocked out and then people talking to each other. You could easily get someone to make that for you. Like you could easily get if you wanted to someone to do that. And like I was going to say, if I was testing, maybe I would be looking at some fucking dirt. I don't know. I mean, hey, what is, is she an angel? But Moose, like I said, got berated. And uh, I remember there wasn't words very kindly for for uh, another person that came to her uh, aid, which was Kara Hogan, uh, who basically said that, you know, people people change, people learn, you know, we don't know exactly what's going on. And she said that on Twitter. I'm probably rephrasing it terribly. Um, I'm saying, I'm saying though, we are all adults. And we all make mistakes. It's our job as humans to learn, grow up, and evolve. And she had a video that she put up, uh, and she goes, "I'm not speaking on any certain situation. I'm not speaking on any singular person. Us as people need to learn and grow. Everyone needs to evolve. Just some words of wisdom is all. Just some advice." Hell, I'm talking to myself, too. So she got a lot of crap and flack for that, uh, for not really sticking with the situation of, of braiding Tessa. And, you know, I don't, I don't, there were so many women with the bullying part. And like I said, the stuff with La Rosa is disgusting. Uh, there's not really a good way to reflect on that. So, uh, you know, I, I guess, but at the same time, I'm just looking at the past, guys. I mean, I'm just trying to t- – I, I watched an interview with Tessa where she says that, you know, and, and the, the, the girl from WOW, and her experience with Tessa was she was a locker room leader, and she came in with smiles and brought them all food and wanted to, like, really change that aspect. Maybe she had this in Japan. Maybe she had this in Mexico. But she was younger, and, you know, like another person we're going to talk about, Sammy Callahan, hopefully after a couple of years you're different from 18 to 23, 24. So I don't know. Um, any type of bullying and antics, I, I for, at least from what this girl said in WoW, that wasn't there. So And it was an anonymous type of thing. So it might have been bullshit. I have no clue. But it was on a legit website. I just don't have it pulled up in front of me. And I'm not going to fucking read the whole entire damn article. You guys can find it um, by yourselves. But I also, you know, just... <sighs> I saw her on a podcast... She's a huge hip hop fan. I know that. Um, not it, this kind of going in the direction of what have might have happened from rumors, and these are just rumors, but there are rumors about the situation that flushes out with La Rosa. Um, and uh, I know that she's a big hip hop fan. That's just going to be a part I'm putting in there for for later on. I don't know. I'm try I try to see the best in fucking people. I'm sorry guys. Um but also not only that her ex one thing that also didn't make her look good but involving her ex-boyfriend 
uh, was that she went out to the Performance Center and bitched out Ricochet one time and caused a huge scene. And apparently, the first time when she had her tryout with WWE and she did the Mae Young Classic, she wasn't too happy with the, the ending. I don't know if she made a big scene then, but she definitely did. Came into the Performance Center, bitched out Ricochet just before she got with Daga. Apparently. Apparently. What I was trying to say is, Ricochet is black. Moose is also black. Kira Hogan, I don't know how close they are, but, you know, she's also black. Big Swole will talk about her. This will lead into that conversation that I want to talk about. Um, who is friends with Tessa um, and actually kind of said that Tessa, she should go to AEW. That would be the smartest thing for her to do. Her dad's there. She can completely be herself and really get, a, you know, get get become a big star there. Now, she might be big at being a businesswoman more so than a quote-unquote friend. And that's smart on Big Swole because she sees opportunity. I'm going to say that any of the other wrestlers, Allison Kay, I don't even know if she's in NWA anymore. I'm, I, that's where she last was. But I'm just saying, um, you know, and with Chelsea, if she went to NXT, Tessa's going to already be higher regarded than Chelsea Green. I love Chelsea Green. I think she's awesome. You know, the Laura Van Ness was a great character. But I'm just saying, she comes in, she's going to just be, she's, it's like a female AJ almost. And I mean, obviously AJ was in the industry longer when he came to WWE, but she's a bigger star. She's a bigger name. They can do more potentially with her. So I don't think she has to worry about Chelsea Green. And then Shauna? I don't, I don't think Shauna's going to be a problem in AEW if she went there. Um, but, yeah, I, I uh, this is the stuff from Big Swole. Um, Big Swole said, this, so since we're telling stories, Big Swole's turn. I won't speak on all the other stories, but the one about La Rosa I know personally. Uh, this past year at WrestleCade, I spoke to her about this. And about hashing it out with Tessa. I've spoken to Tessa as well. After talking with La Rosa. And I decided it needed to be dealt with. A conversation needed to happen. Because this was getting intense over the years. As a black woman. This sickens me. Sickened me. That this happened to a friend of mine. We have been dealing with this since it happened. It's just now finding light on social media. People are entitled to deal with it. Uh with this how they want I just want the world to know the last part of the story and you know apparently apparently from what La Rosa said they resolved their issues a, a friend uh, told bodyslam.net oh, god I hope that's a decent thing there was other people running with this that the issue regarding La Rosa and Tessa have been resolved through Big Swole they both uh, apologized to one another for what happened between them. That was the very vague uh, amount of, of stuff that was said about this. Now, this is a situation that's really fucked up. From what Allison Kay says, that Chelsea Green backed up, the big swole said that she talked to both people about, were to believe in the most severe way that Tessa went just after a match because of whatever happened in the ring... Obviously, there seems like there's rumors that they were friends at one time, her and La Rosa, and then tension happened between them. So something happened in the ring. It triggered Tessa. She came in the back, apparently spit on her and called her the N-word. Holy fuck. Like, I, I don't know, guys. And there was a rumor that I heard about. This kind of, I guess, has to do with the hip-hop concept. Because Randy Orton's a good example of that. Apparently, he listens to hip-hop. That's what he said 
Um, I, well, I don't remember him saying that specifically. I just know I've heard of him talk about it. But he had that whole entire thing where he said, boom, and he said the N-word, but the one with the A, kind of simmoned him for bitch or motherfucker. I sound like that old guy that was trying to explain the N-word in that one documentary that's on, on YouTube. Um, God, this is such a word. I don't fucking say this word. I I won't. Um, and the one with the hard ER definitely never would come out of my fucking mouth. That's disgusting. It's like the real F word. They're there to be hateful and hurtful, and I don't think that they really have a place anywhere. But you can't stop people from saying shit. I'm just saying that personally to me, they're just absolutely disgusting. So that that kind of brings it to the situation. What happened? Uh, there are rumors that, like I said, they were friends, her and La Rosa, and there was some type of aggression, and that saying the word my with the A was accepted between certain people. Assuming maybe her and Moose, I don't know, but her and La Rosa. So what happened was, and this doesn't really make it better, this is not like, although I will say it's 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 different than when Hulk Hogan was on Booker T, who had Hulk Hogan's back throughout this whole entire racial thing, and was trying to be like, we used to say that to each other, you know, we used to say like, what's up, my blunt, you know, and and him and Kevin Nash and Booker T and Booker T, you know, said that everyone said that basically, um, but the only difference is Hulk said it with the hard ER like he was a fucking redneck in the goddamn video, so kind of doesn't really help. I don't know what version she said. I think that there is a difference. If you if you came out and just called her the N-word with the hard ER, I, I'm sorry that sounds silly. I'm, there's no way in hell I'd fucking say that word. Uh, that's fucked up. Now, the other one, if there, what, what's the story? Because I've heard many things. If she was like, what's up, my blank? You know, or something happened like that. I don't know. I don't know what the comfortability was beforehand. I don't know the friendship, the relationship. They have worked it out. Like I said, it's just, it just weird. Her, her current boyfriend is Hispanic. Her ex-boyfriend is African-American. Her best friend is African-American. Uh, close friend is Kira Hogan. You know, like I said, Big Swole said that. And I, I'll, I'll see if I can find the quote exactly. Uh, said, when someone asked her, um, I think it was Julius Wright said, especially from what she said in the past, you know, what should happen with Tessa Blanchard. And she said, professionally, in my opinion, her wisest choice is AEW. And in our company, she can have grown uh, growth plus her father. He's a pasture is there. So she can get any, uh, any type of spiritual guidance that she needs. So, you know, I, I don't know if her and big swole are friends or if they were friends or if this, completely fucked things up, but she went and talked to both of them and got them to talk to each other, apparently. So, there is a lot of fucked up stuff, but people don't really talk about the fact that, you know, that that Moose is one of her best friends, that Ricochet's her, you know, ex-boyfriend, and, dude, you can fucking, you can still be a fucking racist piece of shit and have those situations happen anyways, but I'm just saying, it's always about the fact that, oh, well, yeah, she said this, I don't know what happened. I wasn't in that locker room. I wish that we could get a more detailed, accurate thing of what happened, but we're not going to know about that. 
Um, and if she did say the fucking the the real N word, the really hateful version, like I said, with the hard E R, then fuck Tessa. Then she, yeah, that's that's fucking that's that's completely disgusting. If if even if she said the other one, if there was no reason, like there was no past or situation, and I guess I, I'm gonna sound even more Caucasian, but the whole N word pass that, you know, has been given to certain white people by black friends and shit like that. Um, the, the one that I can think of that happened recently was one of my coworkers, uh, that I get along with so much, me and him have so much fun, but he's like, man, Dane, you, you're cool. You know, you get a, you get an M word pass from me. And I was like, thanks, but no thanks to sort of situation. Like, I appreciate it, you know, um, but no. And I don't know if there was a situation, that type of relationship. I don't, there shouldn't be those type of relationships. I'm not sticking up for them, but I just don't know every part of the, the story. And we don't know. What we do know is that it got fizzled. Her company went with her. And now it seems to be coming back out, her being a bully. But the, the, the girl from WoW or the experience from the female wrestlers from WoW was not talked about. It's just stuff that, no kitty. No kitty. Can't have any of my pet pet. Anyways. Um... You know, there, none of that type of stuff is in the the version. We're only looking at what we saw on Twitter and accepting that as fact, and just going from there and reacting. But the whole concept goes back down to: Is Tessa worth it to be another company, um, based on the bullying situations, based on the racial slur situation? And I don't know. I really, I, I don't know. I think she's big enough in name. She's such a phenomenal female wrestler. She's the first female heavyweight champion in any type of wrestling organization. I mean, this is huge credentials. Her father is one of the most well-known. And also, he might be a pastor now. Didn't have the best track record when he was younger. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to get into that. But, you know, she's had a rough life from what it sounds like. When she was 18, she didn't get along with Tully and her mom. So she fucking ditched it and got her own place. And lived paycheck to paycheck and built herself based on that and decided to go to wrestling. Not as really her first choice, but it ended up happening and she ended up being really good at it. And, you know, I the whole locker room stuff, there's a lot of concepts where it could be jealousy. I don't know. I, I really would wish that Tessa... I wish that she would make a public apology. Uh, just finding out that apparently through someone that we don't know who the source is, that her and LaRosa work things out. Doesn't help at all. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I, I I really don't. It's it's hard to go with. But if she were to, apparently WWE, from what Dave Metzler said, is interested in her. Um, you know they weren't beforehand, but now they're some they're a company that can get over uh, shit real quickly if they see star potential. And if I were if if I were them, I'd put her straight on Monday Night Raw. I mean, you don't have Charlotte for like what? Two months. Becky's gone. I don't know. I'm just saying that. Where I hope she goes is actually where Big Swole suggested. I know Tony Tony Khan is very firm, but you know, I think that people want to improve, and she talks everything out. And Big Swole maybe is there to be the one who's honest about the situation because she knows it, and she's the one who promoted this first uh, out of any wrestler in AEW. Um, if the comfortability's there and she's willing to play ball, 
I mean, my dream concept could be coming out. And if you guys listen to Wrestling Geeks Alliance, you know what I'm saying is that I think Cody is going to go heel at some point soon in the future. I'm assuming it's going to be at their big show coming up. Which one would that be? Is it all out? I don't know. Whichever one's in September. Not at Fighter Fest. Maybe him and Darby go for the title and something happens. Or someone else in which Cody after turns on. Or you have FTR, not at Fighter Fest, but they finally go against the Young Bucks. They build up, you know, FTR is now a heel group no matter what. Uh, and they make it to... Um, they, they're, they're heels. They're going against the Young Bucks. They already, they already heard them. And then FTR, uh, basically, you think that Cody's coming out to help out Young Bucks and then helps out FTR win the match. And then they beat the crap out of the Young Bucks. People like Dustin come out. He gets hit. You know, you can you can make this really bad where Cody's finally this devious villain because, yes, he might be such a great baby face. But that baby face could make a lot of fucking baby faces look good if he's a heel. And Cody's intelligent. So he was scratching his face with that four in front of Arn. You guys remember that promo two weeks ago? Scratching his chest. Uh, he's got Arn Anderson. There's a rumor that Tully's going to do FDR. And then you have this, this wonderful meetup between all of them. Hopefully everything's good, I guess, at least between traveling. If Tessa were to be in AEW, this is a, this is a fantasy concept. And, um, yeah, you have Tessa all of a sudden, well, what, what happens is, you know, Tully comes out, he's FTR's manager and Sean Spears comes out like, yeah, cool. I got the loaded glove. I'm going to be in this new, whatever they're going to call it. The four, the four pillars can't call it the fucking horseman. Maybe they can call it horseman of apocalypse. I don't know what they can get away with exactly. Hold on. Sorry guys. And dry it out. It's probably cause I talk too much. Um, but you can you can figure out a certain way where, where Sean Spears thinks that he is the entitled one to be the fourth member. And, oh, you didn't know? You got to turn your glove, bro. And then they just beat the crap out of him until he has his daughter, Tessa, come out. And Tessa is actually a part of this new concept of the horseman where Cody's got the, the you know, TNT title. She is going to go for the women's title, and then you have the two for the tag team title with FTR and this new heel unit that's actually heels. They're not, they're not, you know, they don't have redeeming qualities like the, the, I love uh, the inner circle, but they're, they're cool. They're like the NWO. Like I said, they're like NWO meets Entourage. You know, you want to be friends with them and party with them. I want a heel group that's just, devious i want a horseman <laughs> like i want that and then have tully and arn there i mean if we can't have you know rick and, and randy join them uh because they're in wwe this it would be a cool concept i, I heard Solomonster monster talk about it i actually thought about it beforehand but the fact that he agreed with my my concept i like that she could do a lot of good stuff over at wwe you know, she could work well with Asuka. She could work well with all the women in the NXT division if they put her in NXT, which they could. She would, of course, the dream match is her and Charlotte. It just, uh, if we can get past the past. And that's the real question about it. So, I don't know. I've rambled on about Tessa enough. I would like to see the good in people. I hope that people aren't as bad as, as what can come off. But we're about to go in some... In a direction, we're going to talk about some 
pretty demonic stuff, if you ask me. So Tessa is accused of bullying. She's accused of saying a very bad racial slur. She apparently worked it out with the person that it was about. I don't know if that happened or not. I can't tell you guys that. What I can tell you is that I I would hope that she did the right things, and I would hope that maybe there would be some type of apology in an interview that she could do with Tony Schiavone or something like that, like an off-the-air-styled interview or something. Just go over it and talk about it. Maybe Jim Ross can do it. He could probably pull it out of her. Um, and, and we can try to move on, and she can show growth, and she can be big person for AEW. If not... If WWE, someone said that no one's going to take her. I think it was someone on Walk Culture, and I'm like, okay, yeah, you're fucking crazy. Either WWE or AEW will gobble her up by the end of the month. That's that's what I really think. Um, all the information besides that's unfortunate. Hopefully she grows from it, but that's it for Tessa Blanchard, guys. Uh, let's talk about the next part of our you know program, if you will. That was 40 minutes talking about the situation. Well, I'm not going to try to, like, breeze through this, but, you know, we, we don't have as much info, but just more of a fucked up concept. So, WWE uh, staff members, wrestlers, uh, and other broadcast people have caught COVID. Apparently, uh, both Kevin Dunn, who is the producer, the guy that shoots everything for WWE, uh, and Vince McMahon... Did not like the idea of people wearing masks during shooting for Raw, SmackDown, and NXT um, when they had them closer together and an enclosed place. Unlike, uh, you know, Bailey's or Daly's Plaza or whatever it is for for AEW, uh, that amphitheater next to the Jaguar Stadium, uh, which is open. It's it's huge. You know, it's it's a little it, it's safer. Now, they did the puxy glass, and I mean, AEW did this for a long time first, but um, it seems like they spaced out the people, and Tony Khan was having them checked every fucking time they, they did something. So, it's a little bit different, if you ask me. Who knows? I, I really, you know, the fact that Vince was only doing the head check temperature thing, and that was it, what, to avoid a buck or two? And now, apparently, close to 30 people, if not more, have been infected by the damn virus. Some wrestlers are not happy that it's going on. This is the reason why Kevin Owens went fucking home. This is the reason why Sami Zayn won't come in. This is the reason why Roman Reigns won't come in. You know, they don't want to be around that. Um, But 30 fucking people, and they're going to still do recordings, and talent's not happy that they're going to continue to do recordings. It's just not smart. It's... uh. Uh, in this situation, and apparently they're mad about it, we had four people that came forward and told that they were sick. Uh, Renee put it on Twitter, so did Kayla. But yeah, Renee Young, which that goes into AEW's territory because her husband's some guy named John Moxley, who opted out of going to the last show because he said that he was around someone that may have COVID. I think it ended up being, obviously, his wife, Renee. Just like QT Marshall, who told him, heads up, I was around someone who was around someone that got COVID. So he stayed, uh, you know, home in Atlanta. It's just crazy. So Renee has it. Kayla said that she had it twice. Kayla Braxton. I don't know if that's possible, but who knows? And then uh, producers Adam Pierce and Jamie Noble 
haven't confirmed. And if you saw the recordings, Brian said, Brian Alvarez of Wrestling Observer said, if you notice the people that Jamie Noble and Adam Pierce, if there's like some type of breakup, who they're around, or who Renee was interviewing specifically, there's a good chance you're not going to see them on the next taping. So there are lots of wrestlers, staff members, and Vince has been so hands-on, he is so susceptible to this because of his age. It's not smart. It's not. And all this happening is just a very, very just blunder. It makes, it makes, it's just, it's just righty fucking mentality. I'm sorry. I, I got to say it because I gave shit to the libs earlier for the, the gross leftists on Twitter that can emerge and want to kill everyone that end up probably being Antifa wannabes or whatever the fuck. Ugh. But no, seriously, you know, Vince is a lot like our fucking fine president. Anyways, who's also in the Hall of Fame? I thought I, he's in the Hall of Fame before Vince. Crazy! It was a great Hall of Fame. It was it was amazing. It was it was the greatest Hall of Fame ever. It was a big Hall of Fame. Anyways, um, but Vince has that type of mentality that Trump would have. So signs of weakness probably would be masks in his head. Uh, going with the show, even though a pandemic's going on. Fucking playing ball with Saudi Arabia, you know what I'm saying? Like. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't take a lot to make you realize the rationale with his reasoning, and the fact that he, apparently he, he. I don't know if he made her, but Kayla deleted her Twitter, uh, so he was pissed off at her. He was pissed off at Renee. Renee said that she has a big announcement Wednesday, and I'm like, she said it's good. So I don't know what that means exactly. I don't know if she's now done with WWE. Um, I have no idea. Maybe she's getting another job. Maybe she's pregnant. You know, the COVID things uh, is, I hope she's fine. She's a very healthy person from what, you know, it seems like, you know, John Moxley is a very healthy person from what I've seen in videos. So I'm sure that they do stuff together. So, you know, her immune system should be good. Uh, pregnancy is kind of a scary concept. I don't know what that means at the beginning, but she has a big announcement regardless. But Vince was not happy with her, was not happy with Kayla. and was not happy with Adam Pierce and Joey for, you know, slipping that information. But this is fucked up, man. How the hell are you going to be mad at your wrestlers for getting sick when you put them through this? How is there apparently aggravation towards Sammy for deciding to do exactly what you said that he could do, which is stay home if he didn't feel comfortable coming in? I don't know. And apparently there might be some more cuts coming, uh, budget cuts, so that would mean more wrestlers might be getting let go. Uh, with WWE, with this stuff, it's absolutely just ridiculous. It, it, there's no sense for it. You know, it just <sighs> irresponsible as fuck for a billion dollar company, for a billionaire to run it. The way that, and I'm gonna blame it on Georgia too, but the way that Georgia and Florida have handled, especially Florida, opening stuff up, it's proving. And I, I don't know how people feel about COVID. If you want to tell me that it's all myth or whatever, you know, look at other countries. I mean, even if it affects old people, quipping a fucking selfish prick. But there's other things that people are done. I get that. I understand that. You know, but there's still people from this thing specifically. It's just like the flu. Okay, well, whatever. The reason why the CDC and WOW don't have information is because it's a brand new type of fucking flu that they have never dealt with. So that's why we're finding out stuff, and then it changes, 
on a day-to-day basis. I don't think it's conspiracy. I just think that that is what it is. Do I think that we handled it incorrectly and got a little bit too scared, too, you know, like it was a flesh-eating bacteria? Yeah, we probably did. You know, a lot of toilet paper got lost because of that. Mm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. A lot of lives got lost because of that. No actuality. No laughing. But, you know, it's it's there. It's uh, it's it's messed up. I I don't know. I with this whole thing, people don't seem to take it as seriously, and I don't think they need to take it too serious. But obviously, Vince did not take it seriously, and the fact that Kevin Dunn didn't like the look of masks on faces during production just shows a lot about his character, and him and Vince thinking, you know. That's a good idea to keep on going with this. It's baffling. Um, we'll have to find out, you know, um, what's going to happen. But they're planning on going. They got they got the Great American Bash on NXT the next two weeks to rival uh, Fighter Fest. That's a big fu to AEW. Which honestly, on a business sense, I don't blame them. But still, it's like, oh, one of Dusty's pay per views two weeks in a row. Against AEW's pay-per-view, you know, uh, well, their semi-pay-per-view show, whatever. But I, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's just the fact that, like, Vince thinks this way. He has that type of old-school Republican way of thinking. And in this type of situation, I hope it doesn't bite him in the ass. You know, like I said, he is, like, what, 70, 76? He's up there in age. I know that he's... Working out all the time, but he's still susceptible to it. So it's it's a scary concept altogether, and I I I can't believe it gets this big. Bleacher Report just gave me an update. Let's see if there's anything in the wrestling world with uh, Bleacher Report before we move on to our last subject, guys. Uh, me pro wrestling news. Nope. Uh, yeah, pretty much all the stuff I already had. Okay. Well, the list. Okay, before, I'll, I'll go over this list. Like I said, this is about the speaking out movement. I'm just going to give you guys my opinion. There's no judge, jury, executioner with Dane. Stuff needs to have a legal concept. But I also can use common sense by the amount of allegations towards certain people that mm, something might be there, especially one particular person, which I mentioned earlier, who decided to close his gym down and stop his uh, wrestling promotion and get fired from his job uh, for probably being the biggest scumbag on this fucking list. But at least even though we're going to go into certain ones in detail, we got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41 names on this list. I will say James Ellworth is on this list. He's already been on this, or already has been outed. So I I didn't know there was new information. Um, With the British wrestlers, who started in Britain. And all this has to deal with is apparently trainers and wrestlers that were bigger in promotions trying to help female talent 
uh, by offering him certain things. I mean, basically pulling a Harvey Weinstein, if you will. And some of these girls in certain situations might have been underage. Gross. Fuck. So, Britain, this happened first. I think the first guy that uh, had his name all over stuff was David Starr. And I don't know David Starr that well. But, you know, Ringside News has a list of everyone. You can kind of go to uh, the different individuals and find out the allegations themselves. He, They were trying to say that he was a sexual predator. Um, and, of course, he, he denied this. But the allegations himself were from uh, from his girlfriend, Victoria, who said that he cheated on and lied uh, to every partner that he was with for years. Um, he has since changed, but... So, basically, they were trying to say that he was a sexual predator. He's saying that he might have cheated on all of his girlfriends, but, you know, I might be a terrible boyfriend, but I'm not something besides that. Either way, he has decided to be done with wrestling because of all this. Um, try to think of like the allegations themselves. Like, what was it? Just to be clear, I don't want anything. You want to book him, book him. You like his wrestling, whatever. This started it all, I believe. This is for me because for years, while I was trying to heal, he told everyone who would listen that I was a crazy liar. Every woman who's dealt with David Starr is tired. A lot of screenshots from those times are gone because obviously I was trying to heal and I didn't want to be brought back to it, but I have some. <clears throat> I was manipulated into the relationship when he was still with his ex, K, and I was manipulated out of it. I'm not letting you leave me. Over the course of my life, blah, blah. So basically just being a terrible fucking boyfriend and cheating on her a bunch, and the question with this, I don't know, I couldn't find if there any, any accusations that the other girls that he might have hooked up with is cheating and being a terrible boyfriend the same thing as, you know, a reason to be on this list? Because if it's just that, that he was a terrible boyfriend and, you know, calling him a sexual predator, I just don't trust people sometimes. I'm sorry. This could be a boy, an ex-boyfriend or an ex-girlfriend that, you know, might have some type of hidden reason of why they don't want their former spouse to succeed. Maybe they get really, really cared for them and the guy fucked them over, like in this situation. I don't know. But the amount was not good. Uh, like I said, I don't know. I, I can't find if he made any advances on girls. If he did, he's a piece of shit. That's the, that's the thing. But it wasn't just him. Uh, Trent Seven. God damn it. Uh, Jordan Devlin. Jack Gallagher. Travis Banks, Leguero, and Joe Kofi, and Wolfgang were all put in this. Now, they let go, WWE did, uh, they let Leguero go, let Travis Banks go, because of the severity of the issues, and they let, um, I think they might have let Wolfgang go, but they definitely let Jack Gallagher go. So... If your company lets you go, man, there might be a good chance because they kept Jordan Devlin. Jordan Devlin's concept seemed a bit... It seemed like another, I think, angry ex-girlfriend. Uh, 
yes, it's real. I was seeing Devlin for months. Everyone knows that. This is the girl. And the name of the wrestler, Brooks. Uh, I don't know what her first name is. Yes, it's for real. I was seeing Devlin for months. Everyone knew that. They just thought I was crazy because of how we ended. But he literally just decided one day to go back to his ex. Block me. Then two weeks later, slept with me. Then told me I was after him. He got on the same flight as me uh, at the Royal Rumble in Arizona. He came and sat in the spare seat next to me. He kissed me and fingered me on the plane. I have a photo of me and, and him on the plane. Then we had sex again. He made out... Like, uh, we were just friends, but he loved his girlfriend, but sex was for everyone. He never spoke to me after that and blocked me on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, another, th- I mean, I hate that type of situations happen like this. I've been used in, in, a, in a relationship with someone that I was with that I thought had more intentions other than what they had, and I found out that they also had. I've been with girls that I found out they had a fucking relationship still going. So, for Hope Brooks, the girl that allegedly said this stuff, I mean, Devlin denied it. Uh, his wife is still with him. They decided to keep him in the company. I don't know if that really means to means anything, but I don't know. Um, so, it trickled over here. First of all, the Jim Cornette thing, I'm going to go into first. I believe Corny. I believe he's a cuck. <laughs> and if you don't know what that is, look it up. Um, he basically likes to be in the present, uh, situation to pleasure himself while his wife gets pleasured by another man. But being, being kinky, being a swinger and the the allegations from a guy that apparently put this stuff on Twitter and the person, his friend that he was backing up and sticking up for said, uh, apparently from what he's corny says, messaged Cornette and was like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. The allegation comes from him being an OVW and, 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 and basically blacklisting or stopping pushes for certain wrestlers that they didn't want to fuck his wife. That's the whole concept. The only problem is it was from like 2016. Cornette worked briefly in 2010, but before with, with uh, OVW, didn't work for the fucking company since the early 2000s. So stuff like that didn't add up. And the same type of sludge Twitter fucking following of people that would praise people like Joey Ryan until they find out he's a monster um, went after his wife and called her every fucking word in the book. And he said, you know, that poor Akira girl that died, that killed herself in Japan because of bullying. You guys did the same thing to my fucking wife and she lost her dad this weekend. So thank you. You know, if you really wanted to get to me, you know, it's, it's not like you can, but through my wife, you did. You basically said every fucking terrible word to a middle-aged woman and were saying stuff that she's not. You don't know the situation. They have a kinky relationship. That's whatever they want to do, man. That's that's their fucking thing. People can have fun if they want to, as long as they love each other. But blacklisting in a time period that you weren't even with the company, I just think it's absolutely ridiculous. And it is also that concept where now people are going after Joey Ryan. Oh, wait, I thought that he was your savior because he would go after Cornette and, and other people and, and put him in their place. And he was so for the gay community and women, and yet he did all this heinous shit, or at least allegedly, allegedly. Oh, God, I can't believe I have to go through this shit. All right, um, Matt Riddle. Now, Matt Riddle it just received, the, the day this happened, 
kind of like the test thing right before the title. It's, it's it's just weird, coincidental maybe. If he is if it is true, then he's a piece of shit. But it's right before he was about to premiere on SmackDown. That day is when this information leaked. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. All right, so Candy Carwright uh, said that he basically, you know, he was sending her messages and saying, I can't wait to see you, blah, 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 uh, about a year ago. He's been married for years. There might have been some type of an affair. I don't know in this type of situation. But her claim was allegedly, and this is also the thing, it's like these pictures of texts, like there's no way to find out if this is real or not. But you have to go with what they're saying, that's fine. Um, so apparently... From what I'm reading is that Lisa Riddle asked Sam, this girl, or asked uh, Candy for all the information, and she was sharing texts between the two of them and flirting and stuff like that. Uh, but the main thing was, she fucking said that Matt Riddle, you know, was on a car ride with them. There was two other wrestlers in the backseat of a van, I believe, and they were sleeping. And the driver was driving, and Matt basically forced her to give him a blowjob um, on it. Now, both Lisa and Matt Riddle are denying that. Uh, apparently, there's been uh, beforehand. Uh, I don't know if they're trying to promote her as a stalker, but they've already brought her to court for not you know, leaving Matt and the family alone. So the lawyer's looking into this. I don't like I said I don't know if the situation where Matt hooked up with her and then she regretted some of the things that they did I I you know after finding out about the wife and really loved him and got fucked over and and she went after his jugular I have no idea It's very I'm just being honest with you it's very hard to believe that he could be aggressively forcing you to give him a blowjob and the two guys in the car that you didn't even name or the driver didn't fucking do anything to intervene one thing that there's good people in this world, and that all not all of them are scumbags. So WWE looks like they're keeping him, but like I said, I don't know. This is another situation. Now the next person is very hard for me to fucking talk about because I had so much. I thought he had unlimited potential, guys, and he got in a car wreck recently. We don't know the reasoning of why Velveteen Dream got in a car wreck. We don't know if he was intoxicated, what happened, or whatnot. There's a lot of rumors that he's probably going to be let go from the WWE. And it's from more rumors that younger... I don't remember if they're men or girls or both. That he was basically messaging them and saying pretty flirtatious things when he found out how old they were. And sending them pictures of himself fucking naked. And that's disgusting. That is beyond gross. Josh Fuller is the gentleman that put up the stuff. Now, who knows? Josh Fuller could be full of shit. I have no idea. But from everything I'm looking at, and the fact that this is not the only time this has happened, you know, and a tweet directly that Velveteen made in 2019 on April 3rd of last year, Josh Fuller called me back. 
none of this stuff looks good. Another person, um, I think it's the Kaya print, said that he did the same thing to her and said that fucking is the best cardio when he knew that she was underage. I don't, dude, it's it's gross. Like, this has got to be the second, at least. If not, one of... I mean, it's like him and Joey are fucking really... The allegations aimed at him. He's got about five different people saying that he was grooming children and being a child predator, basically. And someone that I thought could be the next rock, could be the next big name in WWE, like, bigger than anyone, um, is probably going to be gone, and I'm just going to have to forget about him. It's unfortunate. Awesome theories on this list, too. I think this is another situation... Um, where a fan apparently said that met him, a couple of them actually, uh, she has no proof or anything like that, uh, but she was saying on Snapchat, after speaking out on what I went, he blocked me, what a piece of shit. So, yeah, it's, it's her meeting other wrestlers. All right, so moments after added me on Snap. After a show a few weeks later, I'll include pics of the next post. He started messaging me some very gross things. I told him I was 13 and a very big fan trying to steer a convo away. He told me to stop saving messages that we would have a secret relationship. Uh... And even in the pictures that he has with her, he showed one where he's basically, you know, she's hugging up to him, and he has his hand all the way around, and it's got a red circle around the hand touching her and saying, clearly pulling me in closer than I'd like. I, this is another type of thing where it's like, I don't fucking know. So you don't have any proof whatsoever. All you have is him messaging you Snapchat. And then you gave him the name. And we're, we don't even know really if this is Austin Theory. And then he starts sending you pictures of his junk, apparently. And pulls you in closer. Austin might lose his job for this. I have no idea. But, I mean, he is... No, that's... that's. I mean, even if he was fucking 18, 13, that's disgusting. I hope, I hope he, that he did not do this. Darby Allens... Which Priscilla's fucking denied this, but this is an ex-girlfriend. Uh, when you pressure your girlfriend with ultimatums, you are controlling her. When you try to control her like that, you began to objectify her. Then it became easy for you to treat her like she was something less than a human. And then you decided you didn't need her consent any longer to do whatever it was you wanted to do to her. And you know exactly what I mean. That's uh, from... Uh, Danica Della Rogue, and she had much more to say about the whole situation. Basically, another situation where if you're, it doesn't matter if it's your fucking spouse, it doesn't matter if it's your fucking wife, your girlfriend, if they don't give consent in a situation, you back the fuck off. Someone could start to be okay with the situation, but it doesn't matter if it's someone that you're dating and all of a sudden they ask you, and yes, it's happened to me, things get hot and heavy, it's, it's re- it reciprocated from both people. 
Uh, but then the girl kind of is like back off a little bit, and that's as as a man in that situation, you fucking stop. Doesn't matter if you're with them or anything like that. Just stop. If you keep on going, you're a fucking piece of shit, and you're taking advantage of something. If you have to keep on like bothering them over and over again, I don't know if Darby did that. This is his ex girlfriend once again. Does she have reason? Priscilla basically went off. Darby, uh, you know, they're not getting rid of him. Uh, it's. But it's still, it's, 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 it's like, uh, I, I don't know. Some of this stuff should be fucking just like, you know, obviously, duh. <laughs> uh, the Will Osprey thing, I think, is also kind of weird. Apparently, him and his girlfriend, no wife, B. Priestley, blacklisted a female wrestler because she dated one of her, one of their friends. And she said that he was abusive. So it's like a he said, she said sort of thing. Will just completely denied it. Uh, I don't think he's going to, I don't think anything's going to happen with him. But, you know, if that is true, if you did take your buddy's side with this chick, even if he was telling you whatever and you just believed him, it's kind of fucked up. But I guess him and Priscilla are both liars in this. I don't really know. Uh, Like I said, when it comes to exes, there is gain to an ex, basically, if it's not a situation where, like I said, they force themselves on them and they wouldn't stop or basically forced, you know, let's be adults, anal sex or something else that they didn't want. Maybe slapped them uh, in the ass or something, even like, you know, just be, trying to be kinky, but that's not every, anything that you've ever done and it's not reciprocated the right way. Uh, that's that's one thing. But if it's, if it's a situation where you... It's from what Will said, well, he didn't really say it, but he kind of alluded to, you know, it was just a bad relationship. He broke, she broke up with him and it was that. Now, could they have caused her not to get bookings? I would hope that they wouldn't be that petty, but humans are fucking like that. But I don't think Will's going to have to really worry about this. Sammy Guevara. Holy shit. All right. Sammy. By the way, Paige's whole family is accused, apparently. Jesus Christ. Got a couple more to go over, and I'm, I'm going to end this. If you guys want to see the full list, like I said, Ringside uh, News has the list of people, and if you click on each name, it'll bring you up to the wonderful allegations about him. I will say, Jimmy Havoc's on this list, too. He's got sexual assault charges. They didn't release him. AEW said that they were sending him to rehab. Sammy said that he basically jokingly but disgustingly jokingly it's not a fucking joke this is like i guess eminem and like early eminem style shit that he would say but it's just not needed he was probably i think he was like 18 when he said this after a trial he told a guy on an interview like i saw sasha banks and she was so hot i wanted to rape her you couldn't fucking use any other word dude but he makes that comment he's getting suspended without pay the pay that would go to him is going towards a uh, is apparently Tony and his idea putting together uh, towards women uh, like battered women, I guess, uh, some type of uh, charity. And he is going to sensitivity classes. He went and called Sasha. Personally apologized. Um, they talked. Sasha made a comment about it. Not really necessarily forgiving him, but. Just saying that, you know, this you shouldn't fucking do this type of shit. And he came on and said, you know, I'm sorry. It was stupid humor. 
another pass that hey if if it's it's like the same type of people it's like if you if you're um James Gunn you can say that you want to fucking rape the boy next to you because you're so manly from watching Expendables and it's like but he's James Gunn you know it, it, a lot of them got over that real fucking quickly but they want Sammy's head on a platter it wasn't good enough for certain people including Allison K like his his comments reasoning he was saying he was a he basically said he was a fucking idiot. He was young, shouldn't have said that. He was trying to use fucking, you know, that type of dark humor. It was off the cuff, not good enough. Sammy does everything. Cody said Sammy will be back. If, if he does everything he's supposed to do, you know, I they're not going to let him go because of this. But I don't understand the severity. Fire Jimmy Havoc. He actually has assault. Uh, you know, and one can be someone that you can work with and make some big things and the other one uh, I don't I don't think is worth worth it at all. But that's Sammy's situation. We already talked about Devlin. There's so many other people. Dave Lagana, we talked about him. Um I mean apparently his was so bad that he left at NWA on his own accord. So that's what other people are saying. It's like if you don't look good if you close down your wrestling promotion or you leave the company you're with. Uh, I don't know. But he's not with NWA, and he's not going to be producing any of those cool videos anytime soon. But I'm sure Billy can find someone else that's suitable that doesn't have a bad track record. Uh, yeah, but Dave Lagana. Damn. I'm looking at this list, guys. It's making me sick. Congo Kong's on this list? What the fuck? Justin Roberts? I heard about Roberts. That's for sending also something to the minor, apparently. Ugh. Gross. And then, I've saved basically the worst for last. Because I don't think I have anyone else to talk about. I already said Dave Christ. I might have said his brother earlier. It's Dave Christ. So I apologize if I said uh, Jake Christ. Uh... My Quackenbush's on here? Oh, I forgot Marty. God damn it. So Marty Skrull allegedly got with a girl that was 16 years old. And she was a big fan or whatnot. And she wanted, you know, she was at a party. She was drunk. And she said that he sexually abused her when she was 16 and intoxicated. And Marty basically tried to say, well, you know, um, he tried, he, he had this elaborate thing. Let's, let's, let's go into his, I am aware that a young woman was bravely come forward with her account of sexual abuse of some members of wrestling community in the UK five years ago, a community I was part of. So this is multiple people. He was also one of them. Ugh. Although I truly believe that our encounter that evening was consensual and the fact that the encounter was legal is almost not the point. Then why'd you say it? I understand that she now vows, views our encounter as being bigger problem within the wrestling industry. What concerns me at this moment is that from what I have been reading, she's a fan of wrestling and was made to feel unsafe within the community. This is not acceptable. I also understand that people have been attacking her on social media, and I implore you to please stop. She has a right with her voice, and it is our responsibility to listen. And people were like, dude, she was fucking 16. 
And then people were like, but it's legal over in the UK. He was 26. Come on now. Think. And his next follow-up, basically, and I don't have it in front of me, was, well, I didn't know what age she was. Oh, my God, man. Like, seriously, like... But we, but holier than now, we need to, we need to change this because women feel unsafe at her shows. Marty is the head booker for for Ring of Honor. They put a lot of money into him. I don't think we're going to be saving Marty Skrull. I think that there's a good chance he'll be fired. Um, and I don't know, you know, I'm this happens in America all the time, but different time periods, like British. Rockers, like if you'd hear about stuff from Zeppelin, Def Leppard, and shit like that, they would get with fucking 16-year-old, 17-year-old girls and shit like that. Jimmy Page, uh, Pete Townsend, and it's gross. Some of them are probably closer in age than Marty. That's a 10-year difference since 26 to 16. But the last person described him being a rock star. I'm sorry, none of these motherfuckers are rock stars. Jim, Je- uh, you know... Cornette brought up a very good concept. Everyone always talks about the 80s. They're so dirty and, and gross and dingy. I'm sure when it came to racial stuff, obviously that was prevalent. That's, that's, that's duh. But when it comes to the concept itself of... It was women that were into wrestling that were definitely of age that wanted to get with the guys and were trying to go in and meet up at the hotel that Ric Flair was going to be at, and they were all there. You know, it was kind of like more of like a, I hate to say groupie, but like, you know, Band-Aid concept, if you will. Hopefully you get that that reference uh, from a great movie. Um, but yeah, this is different. A lot of these women are trying to get in the industry, trying to succeed themselves as female wrestlers, and you're taking advantage of them. Like, this reminds me more of the fucking gymnast coach with his gymnasts and shit like that. Like, it's disgusting. It's inappropriate as hell. Um, even if it's like, I like, you know, having sex with someone like that. Oh, well, it's legal here. Well, she said it was fine at that time. You know, she's a fucking 16 year old that got drunk. Even if she's down for it, that's that you should have the, the maturity and the intelligence. Ugh. who knows? Now, the, verse, the worst one, like I said, who was considered like the liberal god, always calling out Jim Cornette and calling out other people for their shit, you know, being that self-righteous guy. It was okay that Joey Ryan was doing dick flips and the boob plex because he was, he was for the people and he was married, so he didn't want to get with any of these girls. I said to my buddy not too long ago, uh, Philip, Philip Shadburn, who is a pro wrestler, um, I wouldn't doubt if he's doing this type of shit just to get girls to grab his dick and fucking we're going to find out more stuff in the next couple of years. <gasps> well, guess what? Joey Ryan's on this list and he is the worst. Not only did he get fired from Impact, Barroom Wrestling, done. His gym that he's part of or whatever training thing, done. It's not anymore. His wife fucking left him. Now, I don't know if it was before this when she found out. Or now, but uh, groping females, forcing himself on them, 
begging them to fucking fuck around with them, getting naked in front of them, you know, going in and, and taking a shower in the hotel room and then coming out, you know, f- just all this fucking stuff. Like, gross, gross, gross. And his response, I'm trying to find his, his lovely... His Twitter's now deleted. Uh, but, guys, this is close to... The last time I counted, it was close to 20 girls. <laughs> um, can't find otherwise. But, yeah. 20 fucking women have came out and said that Joey Ryan... Not in the ring... I don't know how many of them really, if they really wanted to do the boobplex or if it was Joey Ryan, so, well, shit. You know, I don't know any of that type of shit, but I know he's a piece of crap. Oh, I want to find this response because it's it's mind-baffling. Like, it's... Alright, Joey Ryan's response. Joey Ryan. I mean, and this guy is tied to... He's out of the Young Bucks. And they delete him. They just fucking Crispin Watt him from their whole entire uh, Being the Elite series. Got rid of his ass. He's friends with Kenny Omega. He's friends with so many wrestlers in the industry. And, I mean, he, he lost bar wrestling. He lost Impact. Impact, he was part of a group called Cancel Culture. It was like a new age version of Right to Censor. Except for dealing with like the fact that he was canceled off of tw- like playing that character but he's actually was the the beacon of hope almost for a lot of fucking wrestling fans when it came to twitter um god where is this thing he basically he, dude he put like a fucking and joey janella called his ass out and said he was a lying sack of shit i used to be friends with joey but the allegations him now about to come out and him without a doubt are 100% true he he not only tried I don't really want to talk how much time have we already put? Alright, you know, I, I I can I'm telling you guys what Joey put and right now I can just tell you it's fucking stupid. He deleted it right after it and he deleted his Twitter. But I have been watching along with all of you as the speak out movement has spread across the internet. I am also aware that my name's been mentioned as part of this discussion. I've been contemplating how to respond to everything that has unfolded in the last three days. That is an important topic, and it truly deserves time it is getting, even if it is uncomfortable. After speaking with my attorney, I have been advised not to respond to any specific allegations at this time, because they're all true. And the truth in the matter is, I do not want to spend time dissecting which parts of the stories are true, which parts of them are different, um, from what I remember and which things are outright false. It is important for me to use this platform to take responsibility and not attempt to minimize the feelings anyone that was hurt by me in order to save my face, which is exactly what he fucking does. So instead, I would like to take this opportunity to publicly share some parts of my private life with everyone. It's not a part of my life that I am proud of, but taking responsibility is important. Today, I must take responsibility for the way I behaved in the past, and I will do that right now. As I am sure you are all aware, several years ago, in all the short period of time, a lot of things changed in my life. The dick flip went viral. 
I started traveling the world and living a quote-unquote rock and roll lifestyle. I came into contact with a lot of people, including women. You mean like other female wrestlers that were trying to advance and not groupies or anything like that that you fucking felt up? Uh, And the truth is, I did not always treat people with respect. And I will acknowledge that it was possible that I pursued people I thought were interested in me and invaded their personal space and made them feel uncomfortable in the process. Nearly two years ago, my ex-wife and I were separated. Separation impacted me greatly, and I began to reflect on the person I have previous. Uh, I, I have been previous to it. So he was doing this while he was married, by the way. Uh, and the person that I wanted to be. During that self-reflection, I was not proud of what I saw. As results, I entered counseling in 2018 and still attend every week to this day. I have been on prescription medication. I have worked every day for nearly two years to be a person that's not only people's not or that not only people's invades people's boundaries but respects people. If you felt that you were a person that I did not treat with respect, I apologize. Aside from this post, I have been reaching out to some of the people involved and we had a very positive interaction and started the healing process. I have worked hard to make wrestling a safe and welcoming place for everyone. I will make up for my shortcomings of the past by working harder in the future to continue to do that. With all the different social movements happening right now, we need to take this opportunity to listen and learn and continue to strive every day to do better. This is worse than fucking Marty Skrull. And I have no clue how old the girls are at the times. I'm assuming, even if they're all fucking legal age, the fact that you fucking put yourself in 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 the position to fucking touch them or do anything inappropriate, just being a fucking sleazeball and assaulting some of them, not cool, man. Disgusting. Your gimmicks sucked. I fucking hated it. I'm the one. I'm one of many that couldn't stand it. I've seen you live. I thought that you were a scumbag then, and it turns out I was probably right. And people thought Joey was such a good guy in that. That's just a shtick. Well, I don't know, guys. To me, uh, I think he might be uh, probably the worst. Him and Velveteen Dream. Except for there seems to be at least more truth to this one. But I guess... All in all, these 41 wonderful individuals all have something in common, honestly. And that is, you know, the judicial system and them trying to trying to prove that they're innocent. And stuff will be handled that might have been, I guess, smaller in concept, maybe like I said, angry ex-girlfriend, by hush money, possibly. Sure stuff will be handled in court. I'm sure a lot of these guys, there's no way that I'm ever not going to assume a female isn't telling the truth when it comes to shit like this. Because unfortunately, even though I'm a part of it, men are fucking disgusting and pigs. But I also know humans. They're devious. They have ulterior motives. 
And sometimes there can be reasoning for what they do. So, I don't know. I know people aren't angels. I don't know if certain things will be turned around the court. And I know that there's been situations in the past and Zoe Moore that ended up being bullshit. Uh, it will, they went to court, fought it. Um, we all know the whole entire thing with Johnny Depp. Everyone his head on a platter. Then we find recordings later on where Amber Heard's beating the crap out of him. And he's trying to be the logical one. We found out they had a very abusive relationship just in general. And, you know, there's other people. Um, and the whole timing thing. You know, there wasn't enough stuff with the whole James Franco thing, but that happened right before he was probably going to get nominated for an Oscar. There is spitefulness in humans. Not necessarily women. You know, scorned ex-lovers. Stuff of that nature. But if any of these men did anything and they get exposed, fuck them and let them burn. Damn. Damn. That's a, that's a fucking... It's one hell of a statement. I don't know. Um, there's certain guys we're going to have to lose in this. And there are certain ones that I think will be saved or are fine or... You know, there's definitely degrees and levels of severity <laughs> with all of this. But I think that's it, guys. We had a pretty good episode. Uh, pretty good, I would say... Not really the best terminology, but um, we had an episode where we talked about a lot of stuff. I hope that you appreciated my opinions. I hope I, you don't think that I took one way or the other, uh, that I thought in a very logical concept. If you don't, I apologize. I'm always willing to start a dialogue. And you can find me at DaneAlves42 on Twitter, or DaneAlves on Facebook, or go to Geek Vibes Live. Um on Facebook, on that group page. We'll get you to join, and we'll talk more about this. Um, But, wow, that was a very impactful episode. And I guess whether you search this as Wrestling Geeks Alliance, the Monday Suck Edition, or Monday Suck, the Wrestling Geeks Alliance Edition, I hope that you got informed, and I hope that you can figure out your own opinions on these different things. Um, I think a lot of times on Monday suck, I'm much more aggressive. I think I was pretty good. Uh, but who knows? We'll find more information about the COVID stuff, about Tessa and about all this with the speaking out movement in the next couple of weeks. And it's going to be kind of, uh, kind of gross, kind of scary. Who knows? Tessa could be on raw tonight for all I fucking know. But either way, either show that you guys listen to. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I am Dane Alves. I already showed, or I already told you my credentials or, or, you know, ways to get a hold of me, social media. And I hope you have a wonderful evening. So, peace out. Keep the Wrestling Geeks Alliance going forever. And one day soon, hopefully people won't be giant pieces of shit. <laughs> I don't know, guys. That's all I got. All right. Thank you guys so much. Have a good one.